Hello, back again with the three amigos. Today we have Lucas and Thomas, World War veterans, joining us today in our podcast on World War One. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi. All right, let's get into the questions. Are you proud of what you did in war, Thomas? Yes, I was extremely proud that I got to serve my country and honoured to be with my friends in the army that I grew up with in my childhood. What about you, Lucas? Yeah, me too. I was extremely proud as well because I joined the war because I thought it sounded like fun and I really wanted to shoot some pigeons, then blame it on someone else. But after, I realised I would have now gone to serve my country. I was very proud because I saved a lot of people's lives, sacrificed sleep time to shoot the Turks to protect the tunnels and got to shoot a pigeon or two. What about you, Zach? You look fairly old, eh? (laughs) Yeah, well, I actually was in World War, but yeah. How about you answer this, eh? Yes, because I got a driver tank all by myself. I was playing sick tunes and I chilled, just chilled in my tank. I ran over a few animals on the way there, but I'm sure they're fine. Okay. Wow. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, really let's does. get on to the second question now. Were you, in, were you interested in weapons in battles as a kid? I was really interested in weapons when I was a young boy. Me and my neighbourhood friends would always play cops and robbers and we would make pretend guns for the cops with just a bit of wood, string, rope, anything we could find to make it as realistic as we could. What about you? Well, I was a bit yes and no because I used to play with miniature tanks but I never thought I would want to go to war and fight until they advertised for people to fight in the war. Then I decided that war couldn't be too bad and I get to go to another country. But when I got there, it was a lot different, but I'm glad I went. How about you, Zach? How about you answer these questions with us? Okay. Of course. I went hunting for the first time. I shot a deer straight clean, straight shot in the heart. And ever since, I've been killing on... uh, When I was 16, uh, I saw someone hurting my grandma, and I got my Nerf gun, took him to the ground. For a second, I thought it was a real gun. That's how serious that was. Wow. That's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, tell me a story about one of your good friends dying. Yeah, uh, mine was named Jack Ford. He was one of the bravest soldiers I ever knew. And he was my, one of my favourite childhood friends that I used to play cops and robbers with. He died against a German soldier when they were suppressing us with fire and he stood up there, tried to defend us when we retreated. And yeah. Really, really sorry to hear that, Thomas. Thanks. Okay, you can go now, Lucas. All right. I had made friends with someone that I trained with in Egypt we, and we became good mates, but in the war he got badly injured from some bullet shrapnel and unfortunately died a couple nights later. What about you, Zach? Do you know uh, a story? Those uh, seem pretty sad. Uh, mine's pretty sad too, I guess. Uh... uh Oh, one of my good friends went to check out what was going on with the Germans, but he never came back. I thought he could still be out there, or not, but I couldn't find him. And then one day, I saw him on the other team. I know it was my friend, well, ex-friend, but I got my sniper out and just did the dirty work. That's one tragic way to go, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, correct. Traitor. I don't say that. Anyway, uh, did you ever think that you wouldn't make it home? Tell me a story about that. Yes, very, a lot, all of the time. I was so scared and like every night just wondering if anyone would ambush us with rockets. Um, 
when Jack Ford died, I was devastated, couldn't even shoot a gun anymore. That's when I had knew it was time to leave the war. And he, but yeah, it was, yeah. It's pretty sad. How about you, Lucas? Well, well, yeah, I think everyone did. But there was one specific time in the Battle of Lone Pine where over 2,000 people died. And I was very lucky to be part of the 2,400 people that weren't injured or killed. What about you, Zach? Well, uh, I actually didn't. Uh, I've always been good on the battlefield, not letting anything go through me, so why would this change now? Anyway, which countries did you mainly fight in war? Uh, For us, it was Russia and North Korea and Germany. But for us, Russia was our main one. They would always suppress us and, yeah, that's a tough country to get through. They would always shoot rockets and not. Nothing. Same with North Korea. But, yeah. How about you, Lucas? Well, I mainly fought against Turkey and Gallipoli with New Zealand, Britain and France, which were Australia's allies. But on December 20th, 1915, all of us Anzacs evacuated from Turkey to head to protect France from the Germans. Luckily, I was one of the fastest to get there and arrived at France on the 8th of March, 1916. I fought off Germany for a bit, but I mainly fought the Turks. How about you, Zach? Uh, well, one of the countries that I mainly fought in war was definitely Russia because they, they kept in, uh, sending their men, so we had no other choice to fight back, and it took about four weeks uh, to come out. But we ca- luckily we came out winning that war. Anyway, uh, which country was the most difficult to fight in war? Yeah, I would have to say Russia because they would always try to, every time we would try to manoeuvre around them, they would always bomb us with lots of heavy armour and they would wear white camouflage suits and hide in the snow and we couldn't see them because they would just shoot randomly, hit us, but they had snipers and when the snow was coming down, because it was like fog, we can't see anything. But yeah, what about you, Lucas? That seemed difficult. Well, for me, Turkey was difficult as they had their defences on the high ground and couldn't shoot down at our trenches, which could cave in all our hard work digging in. Germany was annoying, though, because they just fired artillery non-stop, day and night. What about you, Zach? Uh, well, actually, it was, like, no surprise, but it was probably Russia. Like I said, they just don't... They just keep on sending their men, don't stop until the end of the battle. Another country which is pretty surprising is actually Spain. Because uh, what happened is they didn't, they just bring one man like each hour, uh, but we ended up winning that. It was just very, very hard to fight. Anyway, let's get on to the next question. Did you get any med- medals after competing in war? Yes, I did. I got one of the most important medals in Australia that was named the Victorian Cross. It means that you had self-sacrifice with an enemy like country that came to put your body in the line. How about you, Lucas? Well, I was awarded four medals, but the one I'm really proud of is the military medal, which was awarded to only 137 people. People got this... Um, by fighting in Gallipoli. I got the victory medal, which was awarded to the people that served in the army in the war zone, and the 1914 to 1915 star, which is awarded to the people that 
were serving in the war in 1915. And in 1967, I also received the Gallipoli Medallion with all the other surviving soldiers. What about you, Zach? Did you uh, receive any? Uh, yes, I actually did receive. I got one for always being a step ahead and being very, uh, being a very stealth soldier. Okay. Anyway, mm. what uh, after this whole uh, like podcast here? What was your proudest moments in war? Um. Yeah, mine was probably getting the Victorian Cross. It was only I think ninety six people got it, but very proud to get it. Um. It was just hard getting through war, like spent probably maybe a year in there just fighting non-stop and even like getting sometimes bombed, not even just like sleeping. But yeah, that was probably my proudest moment getting the Victorian Cross because oh, it's good that I made it out alive and yeah. What yeah. about you? Well, wow, that does seem cool. But for me, it was without doubt coming home from the war on the troop ship, entering Sydney Harbour with people cheering and thanking us. Then after I left the ship, I caught the train back to Adelaide and received a similar reception, but with family and friends. Uh, what about well, you, Zach? I've actually got two main moments that uh, were definitely my proudest. Uh, well, first is definitely when I predicted our opponent's plan. Uh where they attacked from, I got a lot of credit for this. My second proudest moment is when I got straight through our opponent's front line, then our opponent surrendered. It was a really good day. So, well, yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, thank you, Zach, for having us on this podcast. I'm sure that is it. Yeah, well, thanks, yeah. Zach. Uh, you're welcome, guys.